2: sexual health. How can
1: relationships, How can relationships evolve, evolve, with evolve with people as they grow, and,
2: grow and, change? and change? The first time I used the Sona, I fell off the bed.
0: Welcome to the Curious Folks podcast. For those challenging the status quo in love, sex, and relationships, my name is Effie Blue.
1: And I'm Jacqueline Missla. And today, we're talking about sex toys.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like normally I have a much more eloquent introduction than that but today i'm going straight to it i feel <laughs> like, like sex toys don't need an introduction <laughs> yes <laughs> that's it, that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 when we i was thinking about this earlier when we grow up we have to take on a lot of boring tasks because I know that I would rather be spending time blowing bubbles and swinging on swings and rolling down hills. And instead I am buying groceries and answering (laughs) emails and cleaning the kitchen for the hundredth time. (laughs) I know. And so, I, as I was preparing for this, I was thinking about episode 49 mm-hmm. that we did, Boredom and Sex as a Hobby. And we talk about that sex is a way to engage in grown-up play. Mm-hmm. And like all fun and games, it's always better when you add some toys.
0: Yes, yes. Toys just make everything better, you know? Okay, let's talk about toys. I am curious... If you remember when you realized that sex toys were a thing, like that there was like specialized toys for sex, for sexual pleasure. So
1: there's a few answers to that. I think I probably, where I learned most of my sexual information as a, as a young person was via Cinemax and HBO at night. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure at some point I saw things being used there. Mm-hmm. I don't think I used anything for a long time. I remember as an adolescent, oh at some point I used to use a belt now not in the way <laughs> that I think people think people use a belt but like oh god I'm gonna regret saying this but essentially like holding one side on the front holding one side of the back and mm. kind of pulling up if you will Ooh. almost like a Inky, like a very yeah. uncomfortable swing right exactly yeah. but that was during my like if I you know as many kind of religious young people if I don't actually touch it maybe it doesn't count
0: mm. and so like
1: if you rub yeah. it against something or use other things, that doesn't actually count. That was that yeah. was kind of the narrative in my head. So I remember that. And then in high school, I remember someone I was I was messing around with. Um, one time we were we were messing around and he was like, I'll be right back, and came back with a cucumber Ooh. that was carved into the shape of a penis.
0: Wow, and imaginative. So, i don't know i mean it's a little awkward but it's kind of uh, imaginative give him give him some points yeah. for for imagination and creativity yeah
1: yeah yeah and then he was definitely like oh he that he was gonna have a salad afterwards so
0: that's oh you know, wow okay that was that uh-huh sure he went there wow that's
1: a all the way he went all the way there yeah. that was yeah right for high school um so that's in my mind i feel like they were like unpurchased props if you will Mm -hmm. that were that were used in place of and then I probably feel like maybe it was in my 20s that I first like entered Mm -hmm. into a store and like saw all the shapes and colors and felt completely overwhelmed and out of place and like did not know Mm -hmm. what to buy and had to Mm -hmm. rely on the very very helpful people who work there to guide me through that process sure sure what about you
0: um similar to you I experimented with so many things that aren't official sex toys but like just from humping my pillow to my grandma's massager for her back to mm-hmm. various shaped objects around the house so I've definitely experimented with things that props like you said and then my mm-hmm. first sex toy very very bland it was the rabbit thanks to sex Center city like like I don't know Mm -hmm. 80% of women out there you know like oh it's a thing (laughs) sex toys are a thing I think Charlotte gets addicted to her her rabbit and there's a a, sort of a a shot where she's like holding it and I was like oh okay and then like the rabbit was a thing and that's the first toy I bought but like the early sex toys that I could get my hands like before I know all the things I know now I mean I probably wouldn't touch it now it was like plastic Mm -hmm. that probably would like corrode my insides But you know that's uh, that. But I I think I might still have it somewhere as a, as a, like a I wouldn't use it right now. I would not use it. But like for nostalgic, no, purposes. exactly, exactly. Like you know, you see like toys from the 1940s, and you like, you gave that to yes. a kid. Like, that is so yes. not yes. safe. Yeah, it has that kind of a, a kind of a vibe. I'm like, I would never use that for its intended purpose, but I would like to keep it just for just for the the nostalgia of it that's for sure yeah and then you know I think a decade later I fell into the sex positive community and learned about all the things um, and all the toys and actually shocker to all our uh, listeners I'm sure I have a a chest full of toys I have all the toys that you can imagine all different types of toys Mm -hmm. mostly because one I teach with them and two I like to have things for people who I'm playing with mm-hmm. to enjoy because it's like that fun like there is something fun about opening a chest full of toys you know there is that childlike yes. enthusiastic you know yay we have toys to play with and i like that connection i like <laughs> that vibe i like the humor that goes with it i like the the faces people make what this is a thing and over the years i've collected mm. them i've been given them uh for testing things you know the various collaborations all that kind of stuff so i have i have a quite a large collection of toys but personally, mm-hmm. I don't actually use them. I, if I'm going to masturbate, I'm really like the most comfiest, and happiest with my own hand. I never, mm-hmm. very rarely I'll pull out a, a toy to use on myself if I'm on my own. With other people, it's a whole other story. But if I was just going to spend time on my own, I really wouldn't pull out a toy. I would just hang out with myself. Again, boring. Yeah. It's a little yeah. boring. It's on the boring side. Uh, I know.
1: I don't know about boring
0: comfortable maybe
1: you just well it's, it's like direct to the point you know what's gonna work in those times yeah. I feel I feel that way when I'm when it's like a means to an end I know the, the things to do then the hand is the way to go if there's more time available mm. if I feel kind of like sitting in that space for a while then I would probably reach for a toy honestly I would reach for so I have an Eva which Mm -hmm. is, if you don't know, it's a dame product. It Mm -hmm. lives in this beautiful glowing igloo that sits (laughs) at my bedside. And so if I do go for a toy, solo or partner play, like that is the thing I reach for first. If you haven't heard of dame, incidentally, if you receive our monthly newsletters, then you're going to find a coupon for dame at the bottom Mm -hmm. of each newsletter for 15% off. You can get your own little igloo. But yeah, so I think I... I use that, but I think that's I mean, I I still get amazed. The rabbit I never used that felt intimidating. There were like too many things moving mm-hmm. at once and too many mm-hmm. places and things. I just like at the time and then I haven't gone back. But when you visited New York for my birthday, we went to the Museum of Sex. Yes. And we saw sex toys from like hundreds of years ago. Yes. Made of all sorts of interesting products. And so even then my eyes were open. I was like, what is that? What's it they use that for yeah that's often how i feel when i go into a sex shop even yeah. now
0: do you remember the sex throne from the french yes. like louis period like the whole throne for sex mm-hmm. for the for the king yes, to right. enjoy
1: the consorts exactly people you can have space on the bottom on the yeah. top it yes. was yeah mm-hmm. imagine well, and remember everything had to be handmade so imagine right. like the craftsmen. Who sure. are putting that together and upholstering it? And yes, yeah.
0: Like someone control. would have to like think about it, think about all the acts and all the positions, and then like <laughs> <Yes>. design <laughs> so, like, there was, like an something. engineer. Who was
1: yes. it. <laughs>
0: he'd have to design something.
1: <laughs> and it had and to it, be it. test models. People had to like sit on it to see if it was like heavy enough. That two people had to get on it. Yes, yes,
0: totally. There's no like 3D printing <laughs> that that dildo. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so.
1: Oh my God, people can 3D print dildos now. I just realized that. Yeah. Oh man, I'm not ready for the future.
0: And vulvas, which I think is more of a thing these days. I think more and more they're 3D printing vulvas for things like the flashlight, you know, where essentially it's like a vulva. Mm. It looks like, I think they call it a flashlight because it looks like a flashlight, like a a torch.
1: Yes, of course. And it's like a a
0: vulva opening. It's like this soft, squidgy silicone, um, yes. And that you can buy different type of like vulva shapes, and then you kind of put your penis in there, and then you move the thing up and down, and it's supposed to feel like feel like yes. you're you're in a, in a yes. vagina. I think there's more of like printing different sides of that than than dildos. I think it's probably because more that's guys are spending time with like 3D printers, you know, and that's what they're printing.
1: Maybe well. My daughter told me, she learned in school, that now with 3D printing, you can 3D print food and 3D print
0: organs. I know about organs, but food?
1: Food, yeah, apparently. And so, yeah, I mean, if you can get organs, then those flashlights are going to get real, like... Real. real they're gonna get <laughs> real. Real. <It's> like,
0: <laughs> yeah. real they're,
1: they're gonna, gonna get real. real they're actually just gonna be yeah, they're gonna get real. just gonna be real
0: yeah
1: Yeah. and I know that there are porn stars and sex workers that get toys created mm-hmm. based off of their own anatomy sure, which yeah. again feels like if that to me feels like the high, one of the highest compliments to right? be like you not only want to sleep with me you will sleep with some version of me some yeah. like 3D printed version of and my vulva is famous I love that
0: yeah, vulva, your penis. It's like the, it's like the Barbie version of the porn world. It's like when Harry Styles gets the Barbie, you know, Harry Styles Barbie. It's like porn <laughs> yes, stars get yes. their penis
1: or their vulva. Like, that, that's what that is. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes I'm totally, totally into it So that's what I mean Far away from the cucumbers of the past Yes And now we are entering into into the future I feel like there have been so many updates since then
0: Exactly Over the last few years There's been considerable developments in, in sex toys For vulva and penis owners alike From fantasy Mm. shapes like dragon cocks to discrete products that double Mm. up as exquisite jewelry. Hello, Crave. This new wave of brands and products, often led by female founders, by the way, like Dame Alex Mm -hmm. Fine, amazing female founder. We we love her. Mm -hmm. These new brands and products offer a myriad of options. With all these different sizes and shapes and materials and settings, how do you find the right toy? For those who don't know about toys, how do you start? Where do you start? Mm-hmm. How do you also introduce toys to play with your partners, which can also be kind of intimidating?
1: That's true. We have these questions and more. And to guide us through our conversation today
2: is a friend of the Fox. I'm Dirty Lola, sex educator and dildo slinger based in Brooklyn. Dirty Lola is known for her
1: live sex ed Q&A show, Sex Ed A Gogo and as a sex expert on the Netflix docu-series The Principles of Pleasure Lola has spent almost a decade working to end the stigma and shame surrounding sex and sexuality. She also was the mistress of ceremonies at one of our annual conferences, consider this and is one of our favorite
2: people.
0: We started our conversation with the obvious question. Why would anyone want to use a sex toy?
2: There's multiple reasons. I think some people decide to use sex toys because they've been doing manual stimulation and it hasn't been working. So maybe that's been something that's just like they've tried uh, and it's not a thing. Some folks, they like the adventure of trying different sensation. And I think some folks are, it's just maybe you're solo a lot and you just want to have stimulation similar to what you would have with a partner and since you don't have a partner you may go out seeking something that can kind of give you that so like buying a dildo or now we have all of these air pulse toys that will like make it feel like your clit's being sucked so now you can like stimulate those things or if you have a long distance partner and you're having phone sex so you can get like the Mm -hmm. physical aspect of it But I think the biggest thing is a lot of people use sex toys just to explore their bodies. It's just like a tool, like anything else. You know, Mm -hmm. it makes it a little bit easier to access.
1: Yes. All right. I'm I'm just noting in my mind. We're going to be talking more about those the air ones. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) that.
1: bookmark that for myself (laughs) No, that really makes sense to me Effie and I were talking about the idea of like a toy chest and actually just how much fun that is to have and how that adds a different layer to personal or partnered connection to like open this chest up and it's like glowing and you look inside and you get Mm -hmm. to kind of choose your adventure
2: (laughs) It's like, what do you want to do tonight? And you open it up Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I just reorganized my sex toy drawer
1: yes, yes. Uh, your sex toy draw must be fantastic
2: it's like sorted into like i have like a little bin of dildos i use those those clothing dividers you can get from ikea like the little baskets for underwear and yes. socks but i put like dildos vibrators rope and bondage things i have a little yes. thing that has like nipple clamps so i know where to find them but and I start getting lazy and just throwing stuff in. And then after a <laughs> while, I'm like, oh, I have to redo this.
1: Okay. I'm glad that you said that because our I'm saying it's a toy chest. It is not. It is like a box and everything is yeah. thrown into the box. And mm-hmm. that is actually not at all sexy to like be no. like fumbling and rumbling through and like trying to find a thing. I need yeah. to get some Ikea storage now. We I should be stepping up my sex toy game. That is what this is, is reminding me right now.
2: When you have a hookup, I'll tell you, it is that moment
0: yes I'll tell you what is fun with a sex like, toy box though by just like you just tip it upside down in the middle of the bed and shake it and everything just like falls on your bed uh. and then you're like <laughs> you're like let's play people <laughs> but that's the fun piece about about uh, yeah. like, just a box full of toys
2: Oh, that's true it's like it's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: let me ask you this question I, we were, I was thinking about the first time that i went to a toy store i had to have been in my 20s and it had to have been in the village the, those two things are the only things i remember i remember walking in and there's colors and shapes and things that I, and things are moving and i don't know any of the things and i feel overwhelmed by the things and the amazing people who work there like help me figure out the right things but I feel like I walked in there with some misconceptions around that they are going to be huge or that they're going to be doing things that don't feel natural or they're going to. And so I'm, I'm wondering for you in your experience, what are some misconceptions that people bring to the table when they are curious about or afraid
2: of playing with toys? They think every toy is the same. So it's kind of like, they're like, well, well, just, I just want one, like what's a good one. I'm like, well, what do you, what do you want it for? Like what, yeah. what parts of your body are you trying to touch? Are you doing this alone or with a partner? Do you want inner stimulation outer stimulation? You want anal? Like there's so many different areas and yeah. all these toys do a different job. And even when they look the same, like there's yeah. even like a motor difference and a sensation difference and some of them are like very, very similar. And it might come down to like, how you want to hold things? Do you have issues with grip? You know, there's so many things that I can, we can like take it and break it down to like make it be the one. But I think people come in and they just, one, they call everything a dildo. Everything's <laughs> a goddamn dildo. And I'm like, it's not a dildo, it's a vibrator. <laughs> and like, they just think that they can just, oh, this, like it's like buying dish soap. It's like, oh, it'll wash the dishes. It doesn't matter. No, it's, they're all unique. The other big one is like, I don't need lube. I get wet enough, which I get it. Like if, if you're doing internal and you're someone who does get very juicy, but if you're doing external, that juicy doesn't always transfer to the outside. Mm-hmm. If you're doing butt stuff, we know that that doesn't happen because so, butts are not self lubricating. Mm-hmm. So there's just this whole thing where, you know, people just come in already with like their hackles up about what they know they don't need or what they need. Like, Oh, I don't, I don't do that. And they're Mm. already like, just not open. So that's like the Mm. biggest thing that I see. And then when you get somebody who's open, they're just overwhelmed. It's a little Mm. bit easier when you start breaking it down. Like, Oh, I have all the questions that we always ask, Like, what's your price point? That's Mm. always my first question. That'll cut out like almost half of the stuff. Like if you tell me 60 bucks, Mm-hmm. we still have a lot of choices, but it's going to like slash down. So you have less to look at. Um And then like, Oh, is this for internal? And then the thing that killed, not kills me in like a man, I still have work to do is when people don't know how they orgasm, mm-hmm. like they know the orgasm, but they can't go it down of like, I think it was external or maybe it's internal or maybe both. And they'll mm-hmm. say like, Oh, I'm not sure. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, you need to masturbate more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So trying to find things so that they can can explore mm. and figure that stuff out or that's helpful. Yeah, the yeah. thing that still happens that I just need to, I just we need to like stop is, oh, my boyfriend, husband, partner won't want this. It's mm. too big. They don't mm-hmm. want me to buy anything too big. They or they don't want me to bring toys at all. But I'm not orgasming, and I need something. And I'm like, are you hiding this or or like just give me something small so it'll be easier for them to like digest that I'm using this. And mm-hmm. I'm like, they're tools. They're not. Mm-hmm. It's not a replacement. It's mm-hmm. and it's an extension of you.
1: Yeah, I think about this and like as it refers to relates to food, right? So similarly, it's like if someone says to you, "I'm hungry. What should I eat?" And you're like, well, (laughs) there's a lot of things. What do you, what kind of things do you like to eat? Do you like spicy? Do you want something cold? Do you want that? right? Like those types of questions. But also we could eat everything with our hands. Absolutely. We could. Or we could also use a fork or a spoon or chopsticks, depending on what it is. And that actually doesn't make that experience any worse. It doesn't make us
2: worse eaters. Mm -hmm. It just means
1: that different tools allow us to do different things.
2: And there's different spoons. You know, you could use a teaspoon for your soup, but what if you use the soup spoon? The experience would be even better. Yes.
1: I just learned about a grapefruit spoon the other day with like ridges (laughs) in the end. When
2: I found that, chef kiss i was like they make a spoon with a knife that i can just cut that's what i'm saying fruit. yes <sighs> if you have a mm-hmm. spork
1: somewhere in your house there's no reason then for you not to have a dildo you understand um, the value of multi-use toys <laughs> yes. vis-a-vis the spork exactly nice. can you talk a little bit more about that like the getting down to it the different main types of toys the different categories yeah. of toys that people should be looking for
2: yeah, so there's when you look at external toys, those could be anything from like the little small bullet-sized toys, the air pulse the air suction toys, and then there's like toys that aren't bullets but like smaller vibrators, even larger vibrators, then you start moving into like the longer vibrators that could be for external but you but they're also meant for internal, rabbit styles which are going to give you both internal and external and those are just like vulva toys because then you have like your anal toys that are you have like b- vibrating plugs, anal beads, vibrating anal beads, like plug sets. And you have your materials, you have metal and glass and it's, it's silicone. And you have all those kinds of things. And now they're making like other like we have humping toys humping has come back i don't know if you've noticed but humping is yes not come back people hump and don't talk about it that was how i masturbated until i was like 18 i humped and and i still do sometimes just a disclaimer here i don't use her anymore but the doll i used to hump on is still sitting next to me on the floor in a (laughs) basket she's my favorite doll probably because i used to hump her face but people hump and they and it's like not we always think like masturbation has to happen on your back with like being in a certain position, but humping is really great for folks. So they have like humping pads. They have like the Pele Wim, which are just these silicone little soft things with different textures. So you can Mm -hmm. rub against them. Um, They have vibrating humping pads. So you can like put it on a chair and like Mm -hmm. ride and just hump that way. You have like all these other choices now they have they're making more vibrators specifically for penises. And I've always said you can use vibrators on penises. There's no mm-hmm. such thing as like a you know, penises actually love vibration, but they're making mm-hmm. ones that have like little flaps that like will will like kind of hug the penis and then flap against it as you run it up and down. And it's not just a stroker, like it's a wand style. And they make mm-hmm. air pulse toys for penises now, too, that, like, is, like, a stroker with a piece that will, like, air pulse suck the head, and so there's so many, like, different little arms to reach out to. I mean, there's cock rings, and there's ones that vibrate and ones that don't. People get very confused because when they vibrate, they immediately think, well, this is for me. It's, like, a vault for a vulva, and I'm, like, well, it's for both of you, like, Mm -hmm. it's to make the person with the penis feel more sensitive. And it's going to heighten their sensation. And then it's also giving you like this option to have a hands-free vibrator. Mm-hmm. So you kind of need to collaborate when you're, when you're looking mm-hmm. at those things. Cause immediately people are like, Oh, it vibrates. It's not for a penis. I'm like, no, it's, it's for everyone. It's yeah. for, it's for all, yeah. of, ev- all of us. Yeah. So there's so many categories.
0: Yes. And yeah. those are just like actual, like toys, for actual arousal, but then you have like bondage gear and then you have the floggers and then the, Ooh. you know, nipple caps, yeah. and, you know, um, those pinwheel things.
2: The Wartenberg wheels. Yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. They're like fun.
2: We have the wellness stuff now, too. So you have like O-Nut, which is like the rings that will help like if you had, if you get pain or maybe you just have a partner that's really big and it's too much for you, you can stack mm. these rings on the penis so it cushions so they can't go in as d- in deep, but the penis still gets stimulation as if yes. they're inside. Yeah. So you have all these lovely things. And then Kegel, like Kegel exercises. Kegel toys. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm like, well, they might feel good, but if you don't orgasm internally that way, they're not going to make you orgasm. But it is helping you strengthen your pelvic floor, which is serves many, many purposes and also can help have stronger, uh, more productive orgasms. If, you know, I like to call it that sometimes they're like really long and it's, uh, great, but those are like wellness <laughs> <laughs> that we still have. And then there's like dilators, which can be used for gender affirming, but also fo- for folks with vaginismus. So there's like mm-hmm. toys that are actual health tools that, mm-hmm help people get back into pleasure and i'm Mm -hmm. so glad that there are companies making things that look pretty because before dilators were like this hard beige plastic thing that you got Mm -hmm. from a doctor and now Mm -hmm. you there's so many beautiful like colorful silicone sets Mm -hmm. that just make you feel like oh i'm i'm doing something nice for myself not like oh, i gotta do this thing it's mm-hmm. like medicine uh hate this mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. we have all those things too and then you have Beautiful. your gender affirming cuz you have packers we have strap-ons mm-hmm. which are can be used for sex stuff but also some folks they use them for for having sex and we have like binders and all the things that still fall into the category of sex stuff but you know it's that's great it's also just for you to live in the world
0: yes yeah. it's also amazing yeah. that all that stuff is Like, thanks to technology, thanks to all the new materials, 3D printing, we were talking about this earlier, engineering, being able to model so quickly, testing so quickly. Now we have like endless products and all the different ways that you can think of. I do have a question around, so I can kind of see how someone can, once they get into that mode and, and, and especially with some guidance from someone like you, they can figure out, okay, I kind of like this kind of stimulation, you know, so this shape makes sense You know, get that. Um, Can you speak a little bit more about the material? Because I think that's kind of a a bit of a a wild card. I don't think people really realize that each material have a different sensation. And I'd love to talk about how you would navigate that part of the categories.
2: Yeah. So your major in the body safe category is silicone, right? Like it's durable. It doesn't stain. It's not going to leach chemicals. It's all those things. But then we also have TPEs, which are body safe but you can't share them because they still are porous so they they're not going to leach chemicals into your body but you know you can't like go butt to vagina with it because you mm-hmm. can't sterilize it you shouldn't i mean unless you're fluid bonded but like with partners if, if you're going to a play party you don't want to take your tpe toy mm-hmm. and i call all of those with uh, a semi-permanent because they start to get you know they get Start gross over time. TPEs mm-hmm. aren't toys you're going to keep forever. And people go, Well, why would you use it? I'm like, Because they're so soft and squishy. Mm-hmm. Most strokers for penises are TPE because they're so malleable and soft and they warm up very quickly. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're just really like when that squishy, squishy. And you, so you get that because that's what silicone with phthalates. Which the rubber with phthalates, that's what the phthalates used to do to the rubber, make it squishy, but then it also was leaking poison and burning people and Mm -hmm. causing like chemical burns and stuff. So now we get, we get, which TPE is thermoplastic elastomer. So we kind of, we still get like this squishy, squishy moment without like the leaching, but it's not something you can necessarily share. So you have to look at those things like, do I want to share? You can always slap a condom if it's like a, a TPE dildo or something like that that you want to share. A lot of toys that are of a lower price point many times will have TPE instead of silicone because that keeps the the price down. And I like those toys because they let people access something and try it out without spending a ton of money, and then you can go and invest in the more expensive mm. thing. And the thing is, is the price of silicone has come down drastically. Also, mm. the tech with silicone, so silicone's not just hard anymore. You can get dual density. You can get like a little bit of a softer uh, silicone. There's different sheens of silicone. And so those are your more on your soft ends. And then there's glass. People are like, why glass? I'm like, one, it's beautiful. Some people just love aesthetics. Like they're just into Mm -hmm. the aesthetics of their items. And so glass does that for some folks, but also it warms up to your body really quickly and like Mm -hmm. differently. It can cool so you can put it in the fridge and cool it down before play. Not mm-hmm. freezer, because when we freeze things, mucous membranes, not like frozen items. It will mm-hmm. cause frostbite inside of your anal cavity or your vaginal Ooh. cavity.
0: Pro tips, don't put them in the freezer runs.
2: Yeah, oh, just yeah. the fridge. You it'll cool. If you put it in the fridge overnight, it'll be plenty cold. You don't need to like freeze it. And some people just like the way it looks. They like the smoothness of it, like mm-hmm. the seamlessness of it. That's a reason for glass metal. You get that smooth, smooth seamlessness of it, but you also get weight. So when we're talking about butt toys, especially people like weight, they want that feeling of fullness, but that's also kind of pulling down on gravity. Um, they like that heft. That's why the enjoy toys are very popular. Like if you've ever seen a pure wand, it's heavy as fuck. You could hit somebody and 11. I don't know if you've ever seen an enjoy 11. It's like a weapon. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like you could, you could beat a rock <laughs> if you needed to. And people like that kind of weight when you're doing, um, people who enjoy disting will also like really enjoy metal toys because they have that same weight and, and hardness. You can get that same pressure. So you can't do like, you could do some pressure things with a silicone toy, but it might bend. It's going to be a little bit more, you know, flexy. Whereas if you have like a metal toy, there's no give. You're putting it in and you're pressing. It's not going to bend. It's not going to move. So especially for kink things, if you're amping up sensation, you're, you're amping into that world like where you're eking into the pleasure pain, mm-hmm. those harder toys that are less flexible. Great. People people love that. So you have to think about that stuff. People are always afraid of glass. Like, what if it breaks inside me? And I'm like, unless you fall out of the bed <laughs> at the perfect angle. Mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen now if you dropped your toy a bunch like on a very hard surface i would mm-hmm. stop using it i always tell people like if you mm-hmm. something happened you dropped it on a very hard floor it could mm-hmm. get a fissure and because of that you are causing cracks that could make it break if you're vigorously using it right nobody wants that so you you do have to use some common sense around it mm-hmm. um drastic temperature changes with glass toys I don't know who would do this, but like if you put it in the freezer and then you tried to quickly put it in like into a boiling pot, it's going to explode. I, it hopefully, it wouldn't make it into your body before that happened. Um, but you know, it's science. Drastic temperature changes will cause glass to break, so things like that you have to pay attention to. But I mean, we also have wood. Wood is not wood is around, and it's kind of a niche thing. I think a lot of people who are very into nature tend to gravitate and it's another thing it's about aesthetics it's beautiful Mm -hmm. people make some beautiful carved wood items they're a little bit harder to care for because you have to like there's a certain finish that they have to put on to make it body safe and sometimes that slowly will come off over time so it all comes down to like really asking the questions about the item you're buying, doing the research and like how to actually care for it and then if you're somebody i always say if you're lazy don't don't buy a wood dildo (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> is there any particular toys that you recommend for penetrative play to that example that you gave of like someone coming in saying i want to use something because i'm not organi- orgasming during penetration but i don't want it to get in the way of the penetration i don't want my partner to feel some sort of way any any things that you recommend
0: jackie are you asking for a friend
2: yeah of course <laughs> <asking> for- <laughs> anything small that you can cut in your hand so like mm-hmm. there's so many like palm type that have like a little curve to them. Cause that's great. Like if you're doing missionary, you can, which missionary slaps for a lot of people. And I am a fan. I know people are like, Oh, that's boring. I'm like, Oh, mm, it hits the spot. So if you like get a little Palm vibe or just something like bullets, anything small, just because you want in between bodies, it'll be easier to, to mm-hmm. use that way. Then you have like your, the wearables. So like the Dame Eva, that fits behind your outer labia and against your clit doesn't work for everybody. Cause everybody's outer labia aren't able to like hold it in place the way it needs to be held in place, but great if it is and you like that style of vibration. So things like that, if you're doing different positions, I love a small wand. and I know wands feel like the antithesis to what people are looking for when they're trying to like bring something into the bedroom. But if you're doing doggy style or any kind of position mm-hmm. where you're twisted around, Want like clitoral stimulation? Having a wand with a nice handle, Mm -hmm. great. And they make baby. There's so many like magic wand came out with a baby wand. The wand Mm -hmm. has a petite wand. Like there's a the palm power wand that's like crazy powerful and like small as fuck. So (laughs) there's a lot of choices. It's thinking about how you fit together.
0: I have a question. What are some of the popular toys for same-sex relationships?
2: What I noticed is a lot of folks are enjoying this renaissance with dildos and that they come in so many different shapes and that they all don't look like a penis. Like you don't have mm. to get... There are some that are very, that very penis-like, like they've got veins and all the things, but now they're making them with just... It's phallic, but it's just a pretty shape and color, Mm -hmm. and maybe it has texture. And I think those feel better to a lot of folks who are Mm -hmm. non-binary, who or wherever they are in their journeys to not have something that's like a penis, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. that you're using for penetration. There's been a lot of like attachments for wands and things that Mm. make it so that you can utilize it in different ways, so for penetration Mm -hmm. or to like. There's one that's like, it looks like the Pele Wim, which is one of the humping pads, but it fits on the head of a wand. So it's like you can grind against it and wow. it doesn't matter what genitals you have. So mm. if you don't want like, this that direct wand stimulation, but it's like mm. a soft cushiony thing to mm. grind against. Those are great. I think everybody's just kind of looking for stuff that doesn't feel like it's being marketed towards... Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is women, you know? So mm-hmm. those are the things people are like, oh, mm, is this going to work for me? It's really about like the companies that are really focusing on how things fit with your body and different mm-hmm. body parts. I think they're mm-hmm. doing a lot more like well. Also things that are just more I hate to say pretty but pretty but like stylish that look like something that's not Mm -hmm. your general like hot pink rabbit vibrator you know like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dame does a great job with making these beautiful colors beautiful Mm -hmm. shapes that -hmm. they've taken time with to figure out how they work with the body even their wand is like this beautiful seamless you know organic piece that fits in your you know hands and it's shaped so that it's You can hold it without like straining your wrist. Like Mm -hmm. there's a lot to it. And I think that's what people are looking for. They're less interested in these, like this is this woman's vibrator or this Mm -hmm. great for him. Mm -hmm. They want Mm -hmm. things that are just for your body yeah
1: nice. and maybe too in, in doing the research around the different toys researching the companies and the owners of those companies uh-huh. because if those owners or the folks who are making it reflect and represent kind of the who you are there's more right. likely then that they're going to create some products that work for you I'm interested in any furniture that you can think of because you're talking about sometimes sitting on something Ooh. or humping against something are there some like chairs that we should be looking into or there's some other pieces of furniture
2: Liberator makes an entire Line of uh, furniture from small wedges. Like, I have a Liberator wedge. Mm -hmm. It's heart shaped in my closet right now. And that's Mm -hmm. great if you're in an apartment. Also, I like it because it's heart shaped. So, like, it could live on my bed and look like a bed pillow. It doesn't have to be put away, but it's small enough that I could put it in my closet uh, on a shelf and it's not like taking up so much space. And then they make these big, like, full, like, chaise type sex lounges that are they're like shaped so that you can fuck on them, but like, it'll lift your hips or you can lean over it and you have padding and it's not, you know, it's not a couch, you know, it's, it's meant mm-hmm. for you to have sex on it, but it can live in your house like a couch. Like it can just be there. So they make a full line of those things. And then, you know what, there's people keep asking, like, cause the, how to make a sex room came out. And so everybody yes, Netflix, yeah. is like, where do I get this stuff? And I'm like, here's the thing. A lot of the stuff, like, if you want to say Andrew's cross, you're going to have to go to a maker you're gonna have to mm. find somebody making kink furniture. They're not just on online. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: and if if the only way is online, what are the things they should be looking out for to make sure they're getting good quality toys from a, a you know a, a decent a decent supplier?
2: Yeah, in person. You want to know, like, if that's your only choice and you can go and they have a thing and you've done the research and maybe you've asked questions and you're just going to pick it up. Right. But I always tell folks, you want to find a place where they can actually talk to you about the products and not just read the back of the box to you. Can they tell you if you ask about like a violet wand in a case, are they actually giving you like, hey, have you used this before? You have any questions about it? Here's some safety stuff. Are they giving you a little rundown, a spiel? Can they tell you the difference between the toys or are they just like, oh, that one's purple. This one has. And I've been in those shops where I'm just going to look and I'm hearing people ask questions and then I wait because they've not gotten any answers. And I'm like, okay, hey, let me, uh, I, I hope that don't work here, but I'm a sex educator. Like I can answer your questions about this. Cause it's, I mean, I was even, I was in a shop and this woman was like, oh, well, does this fit plus size bodies? And the person took it from her, read it, and goes, "Well, it says yeah." And I was like, "Honey, no, here, this is the same one, but in queen. Take that." Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I made the sale. Well, also, she went mm-hmm. home and didn't buy something she wasn't going to fit into. So, mm-hmm. those are the things you want to look for in a brick and mortar is. Are they, do they have knowledge? Is it a space you can feel safe in? And do you Mm -hmm. care about, some people don't care about that stuff. So I don't even, I don't want to act like everybody has to care about those things. But Mm -hmm. for me, that's a quality shop is a place that feels like community where you, they have like some kind of resources where their staff is knowledgeable about the products. They may not know everything. They may not all be sex educators, but they can talk to you about what you're buying and how it's going to work for you. And when you're shopping online, there are so many wonderful sex shops that have stores that I've worked with. So like if there's a shop you've heard about in the Pacific Northwest, like there's Smitten Kitten and then in this self-serve in Albuquerque here in New York, we have Shag, we have a website too. Those are brick and mortars that have stores. You can always support by using those. And the great thing is you can call that in-person store and talk to somebody mm-hmm. and ask them questions about things. So that might be a way For you to be like, oh, I want to do this. This might help. And then the online, like a good online shop has a way for you to ask questions. They have a lot of copy uh, about things and they're really going to help you. Like I always identify it by like like Spectrum, which I work for. But one of the things I love is we created guides. So all the questions that people kept asking, we just started making guides. So you can get like a butt stuff like, oh, how do I use this? You can go into it and get info right on the website while you're buying toys. And if you have a question, you can just type, Carly's the one answering them, but Carly will <laughs> like, oh yeah, I can tell you about that. No, about the stuff we're selling. That's the thing is like, it's not, we don't, we're not like, oh, I don't know what that is. Everything that gets put on the website, it's been, it's gone through like sex educators, people who own the shop who are like, oh, I, I know what this does. I know how this works. This is quality. Our ethos is like, we only carry body safe materials right now we only we're only carrying like lubes that are glycerin paraben free that also Mm. like don't have have a couple other ingredients we right now we're like "Mm, we're not doing those because a lot of people are showing they're irritated by it so it just makes it easier Mm. those are the things you want to look for amazon i tell folks i know it's the easy route for a lot of people if you're buying something only buy it from the actual maker so like Mm-hmm. you will find Laylo and B vibe and lawn and we vibe on amazon because they have to because that's the only way they can keep people from making counterfeit toys so mm-hmm. amazon won't do anything if you go if you're a company and you find someone with a counterfeit product on their on amazon amazon won't take it down unless you have a store through amazon so they mm-hmm. make these have right so people are like well, why are they on amazon like they have to It's the only way they can can protect their brand, protect you, because counterfeit toys, like, remember, I don't know if you remember the great counterfeit surge of magic wands that were catching fire because they were overheating. This was, like, maybe five, six years ago that this was going on, maybe a little bit longer. Sunny Megatron wrote all about it because she even made a guide to, like, how you tell a fake from a a real wand and, like, the different in case you got one and to be careful. We will put that on our show notes. Yeah. So like, it's like, look for those things, right? Like if you have to use Amazon, try to find the, the company that makes it selling it because you don't know what you're getting a lot of times through these third and fourth party sellers. And that's our, my biggest gripe is it's not that I don't want people to spend less money, but I'm like, listen, if this toy is $200 everywhere else and you're getting it for 50, something's something's wrong. That is not, Mm -hmm. it's not possible. These people are not making money Mm -hmm. because that is not what it's not even wholesale for $50 like this can't be real so it's just be careful and just take your time and like like I said it's aesthetics your belief system you know like if you want to shop woman-owned woman-run you're gonna find that there's like shop mb is run by two black trans folks And so if that's where you want to like put your money, you can, and they do an online shop and their online shop does cater to trans and non-binary folks. So they try to pull products that are going to work, especially for you. So it's kind of like what you need, you can find your niche. It's out Mm -hmm. there. There's so much, there's so much. And I always tell people like, I will support any sex shop doing the work always. Like I don't like to pit people against each other. Cause I'm like, we're in different regions for a reason. We're serving different Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. We're taking care of people in in different areas. Um, Even the UK, I send people to uh, Love Honey because Love Mm -hmm. Honey has a code system and you can call them and say, I'm looking at product like 7256 and the person can talk to you about that toy because they sell Mm -hmm. thousands of products, but they have a human you can talk to. So if you're like, I don't know anything, how does this work? Somebody can go, Oh, I got you and talk to you. So I'm I'm like, as long as you're gonna get the education and you're not gonna go home, I'm not gonna say you're always gonna be satisfied, right? we there I've I've even bought stuff thinking I would love it. And then I'm like, Meh. <laughs> <This one's laughs> great. But you have less you're not gonna I will never sell you that $300 Lelo vibrator as your first vibrator unless you really want it. I will try to help you find something similar. For you to try out the shape Mm -hmm. or or the style, and then I'm like, come back and upgrade. Don't, Mm -hmm. don't. I don't want you to go home and feel broken Mm -hmm. because your friend told you, my friends told you, we all orgasm instantly, and you get home and it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. The blow. And I've been that person Mm -hmm. to go home. I the way I search for orgasms, I was Indiana Jones searching for treasure, (laughs) (laughs) and I would go like, what? this made you have an orgasm and i would go home and i would just sit and cry because yeah. i was like once again oh i'm i'm broken this doesn't work for me that was teenage and 20s me with me crying because i'm like i have a fat vagina i have a fat vulva and she blocks things and so all these toys don't always work for me and I'm like oh you know just having moments and then i was like oh it's just this stuff just wasn't for me but this stuff yes. is for me Yes. Ugh.
0: I also think maybe change the mindset around it. Rather than saying, I'm going to get a toy. It's like, I'm going to start right. my sex toy collection today.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And then just
0: like, get your thing for the day and then build on it. You know, I think that's, I think yeah. the aim of the game is not to have a sex toy, but to have, to be a collector of sex toys. Toys for pleasure. Yeah. Fun. Yeah.
2: And I will tell you for a long time, after I came across the magic wand and I was like, this is it. Like this is the, the, thing that works for me and I didn't think I would want to try anything else and then these air pulse toys came out and I'm like I haven't met an air pulse toy I don't like that's (laughs) the next
1: thing to add to my collection
2: yeah they're great and the thing is is people go well I'm like listen I have opinions but I'll tell you this if you were in if you use one of the lowest quality of the group Mm. it's still going to do the job and I'm like, I can tell you it's lower quality because I've used them all. Mm-hmm. And I've used, sometimes I've used them back to back to just test them out. And I'm like, but if this is the one you're using, it's not going to register for you that like, there's something better out there because it's going to work. It may take a mm. little bit longer, the motor. And then there's different things, right? Like some of them, the openings are really small. So it's not great for everybody's clit. Some of them, they're not flexy enough. So I feel like they, they can feel kind of hard when you're, kind of pressing into your body which is you kind of need to press them into your body so there's attributes that make them some better than others for for you but as a person who's tried them they've all worked for me in a similar fashion Mm -hmm. i've gotten that same kind of orgasm from all of them
0: yes and some of them suck and some of them flap right that's the thing that i've noticed some of them are actually doing the sucking motion with air and there's some of them that's like flapping
2: So there's, okay, so when we say suck, and I I try to tell people, it's not like a vacuum. So you're not going to put it on, and it's going to be like, and like suck to your body. It's kind of what I was picturing, actually. (laughs) Yeah, it creates a seal. So what happens Mm. is it fits against your clitoris, and it engulfs it, and it creates a seal. So it's a vacuum seal. So it's that kind of thing, and then the vibration that's happening around, and it's almost like when you move it, you you can tell you've broken the seal, because... I'm almost waiting to hear it go like mm. so it's like a science vacuum. Like your clit is engulfed, it like growing as it engorges it up into mm. the toy and it vibrates around it. Then they make the ones that have like a drum in it. So there's like the Sila and the Sona and a couple of the satisfiers, more than one, that has like a little drum in the back. So but you also so you still get that perimeter kind of engulfing thing. But now you have this drum that's uh, going to hit the top of your clit. So you're getting perimeter and top clit stimulation. And it can be the first time I used the Sona, I fell off the bed
0: wow. because I was,
2: I, I literally did like, I was like, Oh shit. And then because The little drum, cause it's already intense. Like the perimeter mm-hmm. stimulation is weirdly intense where it's not that direct simulation, but you're like, Oh my God, what's mm-hmm. happening? Cause it's not a place we normally stimulate. But then you add... Simulation to the top and it's like huh. And now the flappy tongue, all last year, every trade show I went to, I'm like, everything's got a flappy tongue now. They got that <laughs> little like la, 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 and everything. So they're making suction toys with the flappy tongue. Mm. They're making grinding toys <laughs> with a flappy tongue. Nice. Yeah. they got every every they got rabbits with a flappy tongue. Oh, <laughs> everybody's got a <laughs> and flappy tongue now. Can I ask you a question
1: about intensity? Because now that you, you mentioned that. And and yeah, maybe there are products like this or not. What I have found is first of all, sometimes the first level of intensity feels like it's too intense already. I wish there was another like level below that. But then it goes like intense, intenser, super intense, and then off. Yes. And I, is there like a decline? Like because when mm. you're like you're you're there and you get there, and then I gotta like turn it off and then turn it back on and then go back levels up. I, is there anything that like goes up and down that
2: I, I have different options? There are some toys that have better controls. Mm. So I love a good up, down button versus the single button, the Uh, cycle. A lot of toys do opt for the cycling button because it's more compact and you don't have Mm -hmm. to to have one button. But I love a good up and down so you don't have to cycle to the end. Um, Also, there's toys that start lower. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that it will start at a way less intense moment and then go up Mm -hmm. and maybe they're not as strong at the top but that might not be what you need and that's the thing I always tell people to look for is like if this is your one is this good for you Mm -hmm. or do you need like a a one that's going to start lower or do you need something that starts higher Mm -hmm. and for me like when they the rechargeable magic wand came out it was great before, it only had two settings. fucking Ofa, oh, fuck. mm-hmm. That was it. And <laughs> now there's four speeds. I never use the patterns. And I'm not a pattern girl. But I know some people who, like, are very, they love patterns. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, more power to you. But now I think there's four speeds. And, like, sometimes I can just stay at one. And one is an actual low. Mm-hmm. For a magic wand, it's an actual low. So mm-hmm. it's all kind of about of looking that's another thing people will look for you can go like i i want something that has more than one button for cycling through yeah yeah or for like rabbits i love it when there's like a button for the stem and a button for the nub that sits on your clit so you can control whether they're on or not if Mm -hmm. it's the motor running the intensity and that's, people like, oh, why is this more expensive? I'm like, it's got more buttons. <laughs> 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 the buttons usually mean there's a little bit more tech in it. Yeah. yeah. Also, the,
0: the, yeah. I find the motors change, right? Some of them are buzzing and some of them are thudding. That's definitely, like I'm not a, yeah. I'm not a buzzer. I'm a thudder. Like if I'm going to go vibration, it needs yeah. to be like low and thuddy. I don't like the yeah, bzz, yeah. The, the high the high yeah. buzzing. I yeah. love that.
2: I always thought I was a buzzy person. And I was not. I'm a I'm a thuddy, rumbly. Yeah,
0: sure, same. And also, Jackie, if you have a favorite toy that starts too high, but you like the rest of it, sometimes going over your clothes is nice. Like, put something mm-hmm. between you yes. and the, the then, like, a, like a either like a yeah. uh, the comforter or or something to get you started, and then you can like then you can remove, and then you you can like regulate that way. Yeah. I do have a toy that yeah. I can yeah. do that
2: with. I have a friend that does it through beans, so because yeah. it's so strong, she likes it, but she's like, "Oh, I'm
1: yeah. on G." Yeah. No, that makes it. I think the, for me though, the toy makers out there, that when it goes to the top and then just goes off, I don't go yeah. for So toy yeah. makers do differently. Make it. Give me another, give button. Me another button. Let me like give me get, another yeah. Let me button. like get down a little bit first before you yeah. just stop it. We could talk about toys forever. And if folks want to talk about toys forever, they should find you. We're going to give them all the places where they could find you and ask lots of questions. But before we let you go, we want to ask you four questions just to learn a little bit more about you. Okay. The first of which is, what is one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self about love, sex, or relationships?
2: Be patient and you're all on the right track. Don't think you're on the wrong track because i thought for a long time i was but not i thought like oh me being polyamorous i didn't call it that but not monogamous i was like oh i'm just slutty and i met my ex and i was like oh i've just been waiting for the right person and then i had a midlife crisis at 25 quarter what did i call it the quarter life crisis and mm-hmm. realized like oh I am not this is the I'm in the wrong business <laughs> this is not what mm-hmm. I want to be doing and I always wonder if I would have stayed on the non-monogamy track that I was already on at 17 18 19 how different it would be but you know yeah. it is what it is I'm happy where I've landed okay, okay. Yeah.
0: good advice okay. be patient and you're on the right track I love it I love it okay what yeah. is one romantic or sexual adventure on your bucket list
2: Ooh, okay, I want to have sex under the northern light. I don't know the Ooh. logistics of that, but I want to do it Ooh. somehow. They're
0: sexual and romantic. Bam, bam. Love. Yes. Yes. That's
1: yes. Beautiful. Yeah. So this question more and more seems self evident, but Lola, how do you challenge the status quo?
2: Ugh, by existing. Yeah. <laughs> By existing and continuing to just be loud about stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, change in the noise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love that.
0: Uh, We are a curious bunch and we are curious about what you're curious about lately.
2: Ooh, you know what? I'm curious about reintegrating into community. I feel Mm -hmm. like pre pandemic, I was so busy that I was really removed from things because I just didn't have time But it was, I didn't feel the struggle as much because I was busy. And then the pandemic was hard and we couldn't do anything. So all this like wanting to reconnect or do things disappeared. And then it became, should I be doing anything? Should I be going to these events? Should I be going to these parties? Like, am I being responsible? And like, now I'm in a place where I just feel so shocked from all of that, that I feel I'm lonely and and I feel a little bit like out of touch and I don't know what's Mm -hmm. going on. And so I'm curious, like we talked about this, but when we weren't talking, when we were talking, but not recording before, but that I'm kind of putting my toe back out there and like discovering new spaces and people mm-hmm. and seeing what's out there because I, I feel like I've lost all of it. Like it just mm-hmm. is gone. So I'm, I'm trying to be curious about that again, instead of being old and complacent and just sitting at home being like, oh. mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah it's good it's it's like yeah. a good productive curiosity yeah. beautiful yeah beautiful it's yeah, true i love it
1: thank you so much we really appreciate Thanks it i've learned me. a lot i'm gonna go always. shopping this weekend <laughs> and i'm gonna add to my collection and i'm gonna find a more suitable way of storing things no yes. more throwing into a box for me
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> yes thank you totally. so much lola thank you so much it's always fun to talk to you thank you thank you for your time thank you if
2: you want
1: to learn more about dirty lola you can visit her website dirtylola.co and on instagram and twitter at dirty lola be sure to save follow and share the curious fox podcast and share this episode with folks who would enjoy it or want to learn something new particularly if you're looking for a way to introduce the use of sex toys with a partner send them this episode if you've enjoyed this episode, if you have questions or strategies that you want to share, or if you want to connect with other Foxy listeners, then head to our Facebook group at We Are Curious Foxes. And if you want to be even more intimate with us and the show, then become a Patreon member. You get early release of episodes, mini episodes, and content that we could not fit into the show. For our blog post on sex toys, as well as many other blog posts, reading lists, past episodes, and a ton more, go to our website, wearecuriousfoxes.com. And lastly, let us know that you're listening by sharing a comment, story, or question, by emailing us or sending us a voice memo to listening at wearecuriousfoxes.com, or you can record a question for the show by calling 646-450-9079.
0: This episode is produced and edited by Nina Pollock, who makes playing all the toys we use to record a ton of fun. Our intro music is composed by Dev Saha. We are so grateful for their work, and we're grateful to you for listening. As always, stay curious, friends. Yeah, go for it whenever you're ready.
2: On me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, stillness. Stillness, fine. (laughs) Illness.
1: <clears throat> centerness <clears throat> center
0: sillness for sex toys yes exactly. beautiful beautiful curious fox podcast is not and will never be the final word on any topic we solely aim to encourage curiosity and provide a space for exploration through connection and story we encourage you to listen with an open and curious mind and we we'll look forward to your feedback stay curious friends Stay curious. 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 Stay curious.
1: Stay curious.